0: Where we will discuss robotic industrial process automation and everything about it. Each episode will have a candid conversation with our guests who are industry leaders in their area and bring enticing stories and insights. Thank you for joining us today. I am your host Vicki Knott and I'm joined by
1: my co-host Rebecca Greenan. Thanks Vicki. Today's episode we have Jeff Whitney on the show to talk to us about driving efficiency and operational technology infrastructure. Jeff is the founder of Bracana Resources, a consulting company that helps their energy clients adopt and thrive in Industry 4.0. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for inviting me.
1: Absolutely. If you're good, let's jump right in. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about your background and about Bracana? Your very interesting background.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, my very interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I've started a number of companies over the years. Um, I think Berkana is my fifth or sixth, if you want to count one, I kind of started. But anyway, um, at any rate, um, kind of started off in process control um, as an engineer. I was working out in California and doing some really interesting stuff. I worked for a mini computer manufacturer at the time, and we were working with companies like uh, JPL, National Steel, and um, all the labs out there, which is really cool. So got to work on some cool things like the first space shuttle, Um, did the stress testing on the cargo doors, and got to work on uh, Voyager. That was kind of cool, all the telemetry systems to get the data back. And then somebody asked me, what's real time? And I said, well, that's kind of real time because when it goes by the planet, if you don't capture the data, too bad. <laughs> that's a, real a definition of real time. Yeah, it could of <laughs> yeah. real time. So anyway, I ended up starting a company. Uh, and I sold it to Daimler-Benz. Um, had the company about four and a half years and just got lucky, you know. Poor entrepreneur, you know, started with borrowed a thousand bucks. And next thing I know, I'm running a division for Damon Benz, all process control, process automation, but amazing clients all over the US and internationally. Um, So we did some cool things. Got to go to Europe and negotiate deals with ABB and all kinds of companies, um, ran a division for them, and then left and became an entrepreneur again. So Um, Fast forward to Burkana. Burkana is basically a system integrator working in the energy space. So really where we focus is on um, oil and gas and also alternative energy. Uh, We've done some water and some other stuff, pharmaceutical, nuke, but our primary focus is in energy, oil and gas. And so as an SI, we've kind of expanded our role in the space and we're working at an industry 4.0 layer. So we're looking at things like Uh, Digital innovations, so that's uh, what brought us to Crux because we were looking for things like AI to um, help our clients create more efficiency. So really, we're about more efficiency now than than SI, although we still are a system integrator, but we also provide solutions to clients, Um, edge solutions, cloud solutions, um, AI, and we're doing a lot of work. Um, Also, managed services area and other areas where we can benefit our clients who are in the energy space so that's kind of what we're about um so at any rate hopefully that kind of catches us up a little bit
0: well and you folks have some amazing clients too in uh in this space and partners like is there any you can list
2: (laughs) yeah actually our clients are mostly tier one because um i i think i'm a crappy salesperson so um yeah, I'm a good closer, but not a good salesperson because I don't like prospecting. You know, hi, my name's Jeff. I'm from Verkana. I like, you know, basically.
0: I love that stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know you do, Vicky. But um, I kind of like the big client, big customer, big project. So that's how we founded Verkana, was what We wanted to, the tier ones, the big clients with big projects. And they're long-term. So, you, you know, you uh, sell once and then work many and sometimes years. I mean, one of the first projects we got lasted eight years. So um, we did build a senior team. Um, we are top heavy. We have very senior people. So um, we kind of wanted to be that kind of Red deer type company where you have these really complex, insanely um, sophisticated projects and you wanted that team that could come in and execute on those. And so that's the approach we took. So we, we hire very senior people. and um, So that, that can be a challenge, um, just trying to find those people that have that expertise for competing with everybody, right? Um, our competitors, our manufacturers, our customers. But uh, as far as our customers, that's uh, Tier ones: the Shells, BP, Chevron's, Exxon's of the world, CenterPoint Energies, uh, Florida Power and Light, you know, the usual suspects, uh, Embridge's, TC Energies of the world. So um, I think kind of the same clients that that you're pursuing, Vicki.
0: Yep, same ones we're targeting. So, yeah, so we'd love to hear about uh, how did you hear about us. Which is a funny story. I'd love to hear it from your perspective, and and why do you think what uh, what Crex is up to and in, in robotic industrial process automation is important?
2: Oh sure. So actually, I was at a conference in Houston, and I had some come over to me and said, um, "Have you met our 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 founder, Vicky?" Um, and I think you had done a presentation. with and you were kind enough to come over and uh, we kind of stood around this this conference table. I mean, there was a bunch of tables in the room, you know, and you brought out your laptop and you said, Well, I'm Vicky, and here's what we do. And you showed me a squiggly line. And I looked at the squiggly line and you explained to me what it was. And I said, I'm in. Do you have a system integrator? And that's Ooh. how we started. It's kind of, and I joke about that a lot, but it really was the squiggly line you showed me that got my interest up. But I got it. We've we've been in so many control rooms, done so much control system automation, and built a lot of control rooms that you know when you get around operators and you see what actually goes on in the control room and what you were trying to accomplish, I thought it was really impressive, very aggressive. I thought you were going to have an uphill battle because it's hard to get into those operational moments. So I thought it was going to be an interesting challenge. But I mean, I just thought your approach was dead on. You're starting right at the control room operator console, and that's where we play. So we were very interested in what you were doing, and that's how we started.
1: And then it evolved into this great relationship that we have between uh, <laughs> between Crux and Burkana. And Jeff, kind of, when you talk about it, and you're talking about the systems uh, integrator, just for our audience, um, can you help us understand what is a systems integrator?
2: Sure. Um, system integrator is basically an organization or person. It can be, you know, number of things. And there's a lot of different definitions about what that means. But really, it means taking a lot of disparate technology, um, hardware, software, networks, power, whatever um, it, it requires, um, from a project perspective, to put a solution together for a customer. And to meet their requirements, so they're they're looking for something, whether it's a solution um, in automation, they're looking for a solution in IT or whatever they're looking for. But it's really the integrator's role to bring all those bits and pieces together to make it work seamlessly together. And we've done a, a lot of those projects where um, some clients have us do everything from the the, the floor up. I mean, we're, we're literally um, working on the power. Um, HVAC, you know, all the systems, all the networks, and then all the way up to the application layer, you know, layer seven. And then we integrate the whole thing and deliver that turnkey solution to clients. A lot of times we get hired for just a piece of the integration layer. But as an integrator, you just have to take all these different bits and pieces and somehow glue them together. And it's kind of like from a truck's perspective, they have this really cool application but you have to bolt it into the existing environment. You have to be able to get the data to make the application work to meet the client requirements and provide the efficiency. And so as an integrator, that's what we do. We look at the system that's there, we take that data and we we kind of um, determine how we're gonna get that data and then get it translated into the format that the their application needs so that we can provide that value.
0: Yeah, and then to that uh, that squiggly line, I'm going to describe that a little bit more for <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners, because <laughs> so, yeah, because when Jeff saw the squiggly line, he knew exactly what it was. It was the, the hydraulic profile of a pipeline, and we were showing yes. how you know if the control room operator is executing, what the squiggly line, or the hydraulic profile, what we do would be doing versus what you know if correct software was executing, but using you know robotic industrial process automation how it's been uh, operating and so Jeff saw that and he knew right away like okay yeah that's a thing <laughs> so no
2: and yeah, I, yeah. the other thing is i understood the value because if you if you implement that in a very small percentage change in efficiency translates to millions of dollars for these yeah. operators it, and that's the part that really excited me was that you could sell us on an roi basis and then it was oh, yeah. so clear to me as you if you improve that i mean goodness the roi could you know, relatively speaking over X amount of time could be huge.
0: And that's where some people miss too, like, you know, one to 5% or one, 2% might not sound so much, but on the magnitude of these assets, like, like you said, oh, yeah. it's a million dollars. Um, it's a million yeah. Million. So we'd love to hear how, how your partner, your company as a uh, system integrator partners with us from, from yourself.
2: <laughs> oh, sure. Um, so we have a great relationship with crops, I believe. Um, you have hired so some amazing yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, mutual Admiration Club. I love this. Um <laughs> so at any rate, um, from my perspective, you, you guys have hired some some key individuals, some key people that I think are are really good at what they do. They're exceptional and you're moving your product down the road. So as you move that product down the road and you get your development um into your different bots and and things that you're you're putting into the marketplace, I mean, our role is to make sure that that integration into the existing um, systems is, is seamless. So as an integrator, what we're trying to do is partner with trucks to, to go into these, these clients and make sure that, that your um, integration uh, into the environment is successful. So we're real excited about that because we wanna bring that AI efficiency into some of our clients and we have mutual clients as well. So that makes it a little bit easier. So we have all those agreements and everything in place. So it's easy for us to go in and add some value to Crux at the client layer. So from kind of the client layer out to Percona and out to Crux, then we meet at the client console basically and we integrate your application layer into that environment. And the clients, the one thing I think we have going for Burkana is, um, and don't talk to me, ask the clients, but we built a lot of trust in the industry with our customers. Um, we've done a lot of their um, IT and OT integration, mostly OT, but you know that was such as on the IT side. And we've never taken the system down out of production. So, and we've been thrown some pretty complex projects so, from our perspective, we want to be that SI that can provide that value to the crux by integrating their application into that same environment, because we're already integrating other applications into the environment. Um, you know, by other companies like Emerson and you know all these companies with these bolt-ons into the environment, we're, we're integrating those. We actually build the interfaces to some of those products. Um, so with some clients, we're doing things like with Emerson, where we're building interfaces into their products so that they can do ticketing and things like that. So, um, so for us, it was natural to work with crux because this is kind of who we are and what we do.
1: So yeah, Jeff, that's, that's great. And I love like, when I did look kind of on your website, you talk about, um, industry 4.0, like the fourth industrial revolution and the energy industry, we know that it's been a bit slow to kind of jump on board, but it's it's now moving a lot quicker. So it's really getting into it. And I love that you've been able to kind of talk about some of your clients and stuff like that and some of the cool projects that you're working on. So besides kind of Crocs, uh, you know, working with us and, and it has been great, um, is there a really cool project that you can you can talk about that you've been involved in?
2: Yeah, there's one. Um Basically, the client wants to do something really interesting. For years, we heard about from the plant floor to the boardroom, right? We kept hearing this, you know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And for years, it's like, you know, it's either down below the scale layer, they do something or up above it, they do something, but never from like all the way to the field device, uh, from the field device to to financials. We have a client that wants to do that. They literally would like a change in their environment out of the field layer, you know, whether it's a pump or a well or whatever, to actually flow through that change. They want to see that real time all the way through to their financials, like an that's SAP awesome. or an Oracle. And, and I think that's really cool from my perspective, because I've been hearing about this for years and years. And I, I just really wanted to get involved in that project. And we have other uh companies doing similar things where they're saying, okay, we really want, it's all about data, right? Big data. Everybody's talking about data. So how do we get that data from the field, the assets, you know, around SCADA sometimes you don't have to go through SCADA, which used to be the data keeper of record. And now we're seeing it with MQTT and other technology. Um, we can, we can go around that pub sub it up to wherever you want it to go. Measurement, you can go up to production accounting, go right into SAP or Oracle. So that's what's exciting for me. We're finally catching up. <laughs> we're finally yeah. at a point where we can actually take data. The only issue with that is you have to be able to get the data, which is where we're focused because one of the things I didn't talk about is we're really big on edge solutions right now. So we're, we've are we gone into edge pretty heavily and we have projects pending in edge as well. But it's really about capturing the data and more importantly, formatting the data.
0: Yeah, like sure. The executives understand it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, so that yes, if you're going to pump it into SAP, it has to be in a pretty specific format. If I'm going to push it over to Crux, to your application, has to be in kind of a, a specific format about how we hand off that data, y- even in the SCADA systems, right? I mean, there's certain things you grab, and certain things you don't grab. Uh, data in and of itself doesn't provide much value. You, you've got to rationalize it. You know, how do I need it? Um, who needs it? When do they need it? Why do they need it? How often do they need it? Those kinds of things. And and that could be an application creating those requirements. The application needs this data at this interval from this device. And, you know, and so those are the kind of things that that we think we're pretty good at. And so we're kind of on the front end of the process as well. But we're also on the back end because we can also format it to go right into an SAP environment.
1: So, Jeff, this and, you know, it's funny because we both talk about it and we get excited about this. And I have to say, like, from a crux perspective, so not only are we kind of automating for our customers, I have just done exactly what you're talking about in automating the entire finance and accounting. So I'm actually super excited <laughs> to hear that clients are now doing that, like it, it can be done right yes. from the field, all the way to the executive reports that that go up. And again, it's just, you know, how are you? How are you making sure that the the information in is good information so that you get good information at the end. So I, I feel your excitement. This makes me excited too. Great. From, from your perspective,
0: as well as like a former oil and gas executive, right? Like the fact that, you know, the industry is speeding up and getting to that, getting to that place. Like, you know, you, you know,
1: firsthand how valuable that is. <laughs> well, and and Vicky it's, it's timing, right? Like I don't need to wait, yeah. you know, that four months or that six months, whatever it might be to get my numbers This is when you automate it; it's instantaneous, which is yeah, like that's it's so exciting, Jeff. That was a great example.
2: Yes, it's it's real time over doing the old spreadsheets that everybody did. You know, I tell you, what would have happened if Excel was never invented? I think the whole industry would come to a halt. I mean, the world. (laughs) <laughs> you know, my stuff and all and gas is still done on spreadsheets. It's amazing to me. So as we go through and automate that, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit. But at the end of the day, you, you still have to figure it out. It's not trivial to go from the field device to SAP. There's there's steps in between. You have to figure that out. And so we're we're focused on the edge. And we also, as Cisco Design and Partner, we're one of 50 worldwide. and We were very fortunate to land there um, as a SI um. You know, and to be able to become a design end partner. And I think we're one of two in our vertical. But um, so we we're very flattered that they chose us. And we're working with Cisco and some of these types of solutions for clients because they're in a whole lot of verticals. And we're trying to stay focused really on energy. But there's a lot of opportunity out there for this kind of stuff, whether, you know, it's retail all the way to the financial or it's, you know, it's industrial to the financials or any kind of process or any kind of asset that you would look at, if you can figure out how to get that data formatted correctly and move it into the financials, you can get real-time data. Real, It's amazing. I mean, they're doing some cool stuff with Burger King and all these other people. That's amazing. And then, you know, things you do to, you can push applications down, you can pull applications, you can do all this stuff now because of the bandwidth.
1: Yeah, The bandwidth
2: now, Right. That's really what the bottleneck was for years. I mean, you had these little tiny pipes going out to the assets and you, you couldn't transfer much data. Now it's crazy.
1: Yeah, right. The that. data
2: that you can get. Yeah.
1: Right. And it's, it, you know, even for the energy industry, a lot of those sensors are in place already. So yeah, it's how are we, how are we integrating them? How are we reading it? How are we pushing that data to where it needs to go?
0: And sure. it's with the right edge
2: devices or whatever to get it. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. I think edge is going to be huge. Of course, cloud, you know, AI, and ML, all of it. it. I think we're seeing that. I think from a AI ML perspective, it's racing a little bit farther ahead than humans are ready to deal with. I think <laughs> we're, we're getting into a, some interesting um, scenarios here from the standpoint of artificial intelligence. You know, right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I think um, the beauty of what Crux does is it adds just enormous value, and and I think that's where you need to really focus if you're really going to play in the AI space. Focus on efficiency, because yeah. that's and really where you're going to create that ROI and the most value. I think Vicky and and you got that right up front.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's because we you know like yourself, we know the control room, right? Like we know that that is the, pardon my pun, but the crux of the operation. So you know it's those true. guys need the best tools. <laughs>
2: Well, and the thing I, I realized when I met Vicky and started talking to her, you can tell instantly she had a lot of controlled environment experience. And anybody that can show a squiggly line, line like that and talk about the hydraulics of pipeline systems, obviously, has spent some time working around pipelines. So, you know, this is the real McCoy. Um, you've really got some technology here that makes sense, can We're add value. Squiggly lines, Jeff. Yeah, I love the squiggly line. <laughs> a That's lot of awesome. people have asked me about this, Vicky. How do you meet Vicky? Well, let me tell you the squiggly line story. <laughs> I was at a conference, and anyway, it was, it was kind of funny, but um,
0: it's good. I love it. Cool. So, so yeah. So, um, anything else you'd like to to add, Jeff? Before we, we wrap it up, we would definitely love for you to uh, you know shout out on your socials and uh, and the website and and how folks can get in touch with you.
2: Yeah. So to get in touch with me. Um, you can reach me um, at Berkana Resources, and it's Berkana Resources. I I, could, I should probably spell it because people don't. So, yeah. and by the way, Burkana is an ancient rune name. It's from the rune alphabet, the B and the runes, and it stands for new growth, and it also stands for the birch tree. And I'm from Maine, so that's how we got the Hi. name Berkana. It's like B E R K A N A Resources, and our yeah. our website's www.berkanaresources.com. And actually I'm um, more than happy to give out my cell phone. Um it's 303-859-4765. Um love it. Great. Please feel you can free find them on up,
0: LinkedIn too.
2: Talk to me and you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Yes, thank you.
0: Excellent. Thank yes. Yeah, so thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Um, so yeah, folks, please uh please do subscribe to the podcast. Um it can or sign up for our newsletter, uh follow us on social media. We are crux O C M and this is uh Getting to the Crux
1: of It podcast. So thanks. Great. Thanks, everybody. Bye.